It's Minister Jeff Austin with Praising Him Today. It is Hump Day Hustle. For you who do not know what Hump Day Hustle is, it is a podcast designed to highlight the movers and shakers of East Palo Alto, giving them a format to reach out to the public and let them know what's going on with them. Right now, as we all know, the elections are right around the corner and we're doing a series called the Candidate Series. We've uh, interviewed already four candidates. We have three left to interview. And today we have none other than Mr. Webster Lincoln, who is a new candidate to, to the scene. And we're going to ask him a few questions and he's going to pour his heart out to you, the voters, on why should we vote for Webster Lincoln. Lincoln, I'm sorry. So, Webster, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out to talk with us a little bit and let the people know what you're about. You're welcome. How's your day going? Uh, it's going good. Um, just, uh, you know, uh, trying to, um, you know, get started, you know, with this whole COVID situation. I've been yes. working remotely. Um, so, you know, I kind of work at my own sort of pace. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, things are going good. You know, I can't complain. Um, You know, a lot of people are going through, um, you know, trials and tribulations, you know, with whether they've lost their job Mm -hmm. or their work hours have been cut or, Mm -hmm. you know, they're looking for work, you know. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, given that situation, I can't really complain, you know, just just to be blessed Mm -hmm. to have a job and have work and, you know, not have to not having to struggle absolutely counting those blessings brother <laughs> counting yeah. those blessings i do yeah. too because yeah. i've actually been myself personally a little bit more busy since the stay-at-home order because i am a, a, a you know a first responder type type person yeah. and man i tell you what it has been a challenge uh, to watch those around me struggle but you know as god does he puts us in the right position to do a little ministry to folks and yep. uh, we see his hand in all things All right, having said that, we're going to move into this thing and kind of start where we've started with the other candidates, if that's okay with you. Uh, First of all, tell the people how long you've been in EPA and what your history is there. And then what we want to know is, for the city council, in your opinion, what are the top three priorities, say, in the next uh, four to five years with the city council? What would their priorities be with them? Okay. So, um, I grew up in East Palo Alto, um, but I come from a military family. So during my early years, we lived, um, everywhere from, um, Lamore to Moffett Field. Um, but we finally relocated, um, permanently to East Palo Alto in uh, 1994. But my family's history, you know, in the city goes all the way back to the fifties. Um, when my uncle Charles and aunt Helen Price I moved to East Palo Alto um, shortly after uh, World War II. Um, and then my grandparents, they followed in the 60s, and my mother, she grew up here. Um, she attended Menlo Atherton and then went to San Jose State. And then I also attended Menlo Atherton and went to San Jose State University. So um, I never really have went far, but, you know, I have been here mostly my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um so in terms of, um, you know, the needs are the top three goals, you know, for me um, as a candidate and as a potential council member, you know, is really just to focus on quality of life issues, um, health and, you know, housing security, you know, um, within our community. Um, you know, I want to bring jobs and businesses to East Palo Alto that will hire and employ those within our community. 
And I also want to focus on opportunities that fight um, poverty, poverty and homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in order to do that, I want to invest resources into our youth, our seniors and families um, you know, that need those resources. And I also want to increase um, this access to affordable and low-income housing. Right. Yeah. And that would lead me to another question that I've asked most of the candidates as far as access and income. We have notoriously been under the radar or non-existent for access and income in, in our town. How do you see yourself addressing those things, you and your uh, cohorts on the council? Yeah, well, one thing I've you know been discussing recently is um, the development of a restorative justice fund, you know, that is in response to, you know, generations of like systemic racism and economic exclusion, mm-hmm. you know. And so this funding would come from, you know, reallocating um, some of our, you know, police funds um, within East Palo Alto, and that would go towards down payment assistance, you know, for EPA residents and Mm -hmm. descendants who are looking to return to East Palo Alto. Um, You know, small business loans and grants for entrepreneurs and businesses um, who hire within East Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, supporting job training for technology jobs, you mm-hmm. know, within that's really we're the center of technology, mm-hmm. you know. And so to make sure that we're preparing our youth and people for jobs within this area, you mm-hmm. know. And also I wanna help support like STEM education initiatives mm-hmm. we're here within East Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean that's one sort of um thing that I've been looking at, you know, and so my platform is really focusing on Investing in the people, um, mm-hmm. and in, and providing people with opportunities. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned in that statement a stem cell. Yeah, or oh, stem stem education. Stem which is, education, which is a uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. Right. Yeah. So you actually are a scientist. Yes, correct. How do you see that plays as a benefit to you in a city such as ours? Um. So I work in, uh, the Bay Area is a unique place. You know, not only is it the center of tech, it's also the center of biotechnology. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, you know, I've grown up in East Palo Alto. Um, I've benefited from a lot of the programs and a lot of the things that were provided, you know, to me as a child and as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to work and live here, you know, but not many people uh, that grew up with me are able to do that. They've had to relocate, yeah. but nevertheless, getting back to it, um, you know, working in science and working on like, um, I work on immuno-oncology, which is like cancer biology right now. Mm-hmm. And previously I've worked on like stem cell research for uh, stroke and traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. but those are some difficult problems and things that companies spend billions and billions of dollars you know, to try and solve, you know, Mm -hmm. they get, they look for the best and the brightest, you know? And so as me, that's what I feel like I'm bringing, that's what I'm bringing, you know, to the council, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the critical thinking, being Mm -hmm. able to think outside of the box, um, navigate gray areas, you Mm -hmm. know, and to solve some of these difficult challenges. And some of these challenges are just low hanging fruit that, Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of politics behind it, but we really need people who are creative mm-hmm. and um, forward thinkers and people who want to work with the people and, you know, um, to have their best interests, mm-hmm. you know, so um, 
but yeah, you know, in science, you know, it's very, uh, it requires a lot of, um, you know, brain power and stuff like that. So. Right. Absolutely. Staying power is one thing that I've uh, noticed with our city council is that, especially facing, for all intents and purposes, gentrification, yeah. you know, our city council has to stay in there and they have to be detail oriented. So I'm, I'm going to put a plug for you that this guy right here uh, is detail oriented to be yeah. a scientist and go through these problems and uncover things and then constantly by trial and error. Uh, you know, come to solutions is something I think is going to be a great asset to our, our city council. And that's just me saying that, and I don't want to sway anybody by that. Yeah. I there just are, think that, or, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just thinking that, you know, sometimes when it comes to, you know, the city council, you know, they, I wouldn't say anyone in, in specific, but some people haven't, you know, they don't always feel that, that they've advocated for the residents. And so we really, to piggyback, we really need people who do their research, mm -hmm. who read the documents and are forward thinkers, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what I how I see mm -hmm. it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bring bring it. Bring it. Let them know. Read yeah. the documents. That's really yeah. important, right? Yeah. Reading the documents, <laughs> doing their research. You know, yeah. not just not just rubber stamping things. You know, yeah. I'm not like I said, I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just think saying that in general. That's what right. really needs to be done. Right, no, no, it's a, it's a great observation. You know exactly what you're going to need to do once you get in that seat. Yes. And we, we can appreciate that. There are two voices, Mr. Webster, that I feel, uh, just a little background on me, I don't know if you know. I've coached youth football here for uh, the last 12 years here in town, but 22 total. And, and, and I also serve on the Senior Advisory Committee for the city. There are these two voices that seem to be missing on our political landscape, and that's the young people and the seniors. What would be your plan to get those voices a little bit louder and to uh, maybe break down the siloism uh, way in which we operate with our nonprofits, our youth, and our seniors? Try to do on that. Yeah. So, you know, I want to encourage to build, I want to encourage people and also want to build bridges within the community. Um, you know, uh, bring people together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because we're all sort of have similar problems, mm -hmm. you know, whether it is the cost of living, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, gentrification, that's really goes into the cost of living. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, like I grew up in East Palatine, I played football as well, you know, mm -hmm. Nabata Yiro. Um, Who'd you play yeah, for? So, uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> You remember? I don't remember. I don't remember what's his name. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was Nabata Hero way back in the day too. Yeah, uh, and that was some good programs because it yes, really sir. kept our youth involved. Yes, you sir. know. Yes, sir. Um, but you know, we really need young people on the uh, city council. I, when you look at everybody who's on the city council, they're um, this is not a criticism, but they're older. Mm -hmm. They either own their homes or they've been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we have young people who don't fit that demographic and right. they don't feel like their needs are being advocated for. So as any city council member, I would encourage young people to get involved, put them mm -hmm. on commissions and committees, mm -hmm. um, you know, to make sure that they're taking uh, hold of their future, you know, mm -hmm. within the city. Um, when it comes to seniors, you know, it's really about doing outreach and um they need someone who's going to advocate for them. You know, everybody, mm -hmm. like my grandfather, he still lives here in East Palo Alto. Uh -huh. He's alive. Um, they have their own distinct needs, you right. know, and mm -hmm. we need to do the outreach and make sure that they're taken care of because they kind of, the seniors and the people who live here, they are the ones who 
sort of, um, you know, developed East Palo Alto and brought mm-hmm. East Palo Alto about. They voted. They've, you know, they participated in the process. You right. know, they need to be taken care of because, you know, it's like we stand on, you know, their shoulders. You Absolutely. know, and so um, they definitely need to be taken care of. And what, you know, I definitely would do a lot of outreach and try and connect with them and making sure that they're included in the decision making process. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that because we do have, as a senior advisory committee, we are trying to go with a door-to-door campaign. I'm getting them there slowly but surely because it's really the only way to do it here. We got 2.5 square miles. I mean, we could cover it in a few weeks, really. Yeah, it's not hard. No, it's not. So we uh, just to put a bug in your ear, if you maintain that seat, I will be in your face. Yeah. about those seniors and how we can get an updated database that's accurate. We, we're really looking to uh, work with the uh, community emergency response team so that we have yeah. data in case, you know, there's a natural emergency or something. We can go to a senior that's disabled uh, that may not be able to get out. So that's kind of our been our focus for the last couple of years, just putting a bug okay. in your ear on that, that there are some things yeah. in the works, okay? Yeah. Um, let's see. We are about 13, 14 minutes in. Uh, there has been some rumors. Yeah. About the uh, about an issue that may or may not be an issue to you or others, but it it concerns the racial equality or the ratio of race on the city council. Do you see that as an issue? And if it is an issue to you. How would you address that issue? Um, in terms of our race, I know that there's currently three African Americans and two Hispanics on the city council. Mm-hmm. While the demographics show that African Americans make up maybe 15% of our population. Or 11. Or 11. And, um, <laughs> it's really going down. Yeah. And, uh, Latino population makes up maybe 60%, and there's mm-hmm. um, Asian Pacific Islanders, they probably make up another 15%. Right. Um, I think that we need more representation for um, Pacific Islanders, you know, because mm-hmm. I see, and I've grown up playing football, you mm-hmm. know, I went to Menlo Atherton, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, I don't have a lot of friends in the community, mm-hmm. but I don't really see them represented really much at all That's on the true. council. That um, is true. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't seen that in the past, um, you know. So uh, for me, you know, I would encourage them to get involved in the process mm-hmm. um, and to vote and, you know, to make sure that their voice is heard, mm-hmm. you know, because they have their own <clears throat> distinct needs, you know. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm representing all people of East Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not just representing, you know, African Americans um, or people within my own race. I'm running to hear everybody's voice and include everybody in the decision-making process. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, f- I think it's important also to do outreach and to understand everybody's needs, and so that has to be actively done. Right. Um, and that's how you know that needs to be. Um, dealt with and addressed in that manner you know so um but yeah i mean you know i i'm running to represent the people um and to make sure that everybody is taken care of because at the end of the day we cannot be um divided you know because when we're divided and not working together 
that's when things break down and that's when things get worse you know mm-hmm. we have to come together and be united and not um separate ourselves based upon you know race you know because mm-hmm. and i've seen this on the internet and i know that there's some tension within our community between certain groups mm-hmm. um and going into this race that's kind of what i've been told and that's kind of what i've seen mm-hmm. um but i'm here to build bridges i'm here to bring people together with a mutual level of respect and understanding mm-hmm. and um you know that's how i look at that mm-hmm. Great answers, man. Great answers. There is a few moments of time here. I'm going to end this just like I do with the rest of the candidates. Lincoln Webster. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Why should the residents of East Palo Alto vote for you? I feel that, you know, I have a unique understanding of the challenges in our community, having grown up here um, and spent most of my life in East Palo Alto. Um, I've been able to, you know, survive, you know, the, the environment, you know, and be successful. So I have a lot of experience um, navigating, um, you know, challenges. And, um, you know, I want to be able to give back to my community Mm -hmm. and give back to my people. And really, that's why I'm running. And so um, my only hope is that people recognize that, you know, I'm running for their best interest. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just really hoping to give back to my community. Absolutely. So the question that I would leave with with those that are just candidates. Uh, versus the incumbent. What if you don't make it? Where will you see yourself? It sounds like you have a heart to to really help the city and be a part of its growth. Where could you see yourself putting your toe in the water if it was not the city council? Um, I would, uh, you know, continue to advocate for the most vulnerable people in our city. Keep Mm -hmm. raising my voice. Keep asking those questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Are you dead? Did I lose connection with you? Development. Okay, okay. Um, it should not be, you know, at the expense of the people in the city, you yes. know. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that my voice is heard and I'm speaking up and I'm participating um, in the process and voting, you know, that's what I'll continue to do. Right, right, right. Well, listen, this has been a real concise, very professional interview I want to say welcome to the race. Uh, We look forward to seeing you out there in the city and raising that voice, as you say. Whether you get this or not, we are praying that you do. Uh, I agree with you that we need younger folks on our city council. Nothing against our our folks that are there, because I love them all. I've known them all forever. Uh, But I do agree that that we need a little bit of a shift because there are things that our young people are doing that, that us old fogies, let's be for real, yeah, just experience. can't understand you know exactly. just like with my parents and my grandparents and they would tell me certain things that are principles in life that yeah. don't change but yeah. then there's that uh, what I call the uh, new wrapping on problems you know problems yeah. there's nothing new under the sun we understand that but yeah. they're all wrapped differently yeah. from generation to generation and sometimes you need those young voices uh, to 
bring forth what what's really happening versus what we think is happening you know because we yeah. we get older and we get kind of settled in and we get a little tunnel vision and sometimes our hearing ain't so good you yeah. know so yeah. we need those young people to be fired up and go get it just like yuka did when when yuka saw a problem back in the day you, you're sure aware of this uh, those young people stood up those young people stood up to a major corporation and, and shut them down you yeah. know because it was killing our people so encourage you to continue to encourage the young people nabata euro forever man yeah <laughs> you know what I'm all these people who grew up here they know oh we know <laughs> everybody man. you know whether you were a cheerleader or right. played football you know right and that is morphed you know it morphed yeah. into uh you know nabata euro uh, uh what is it's it the mastodons it's the mastodons now, i run the mastodons okay. uh, so it's like uh you know that morph and then bringing uh, uh, uh coach smith Sherrod, he, he came yeah, over I know from Sherrod. the box. Yeah, I he, worked with Sherrod at uh, SRI, the Stanford Research Institute. I saw that, and I meant to ask you, too, because I yeah, know I he's been out there day. forever, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matter of fact, his, his seat is permanently imprinted at SRI. Yeah. He's been there yeah. forever. But, yeah. uh, you know, guys like him, and we need a new generation of those guys, you know, yeah, that, exactly. that are out there. Uh, because I, I can tell use. you this, uh, uh, Webster, there is no better relationship building tool than you sports yeah I, you know, I agree as a coach brother i've heard some of everything from coach my girlfriend's pregnant to coach somebody just busted my friend upside the head and he's in the hospital you know what i mean yeah. we, we hear all those you need things. people in the community that can you know, that any people can talk to absolutely you know, so. you know they say that one of the uh, best uh, remedies for uh, this suicide rate we have amongst teenagers is that one adult who actually listens. Yeah, it helps. You yeah. know, so we want to encourage everybody embrace our youth. This is a trying time for them. Uh, it's a trying time for everybody, but especially for them because they got to navigate and we got to understand they are our future. So we encourage you to stay involved, brother. We will, we will be hollering at you from time to time, just checking in and making sure okay. that you're still involved. Because we want to make sure that we're building that next generation of leaders. Because I'm getting old, bro. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> I ain't lying to you, man. Knees, back, kidneys, everything hurting. I'm yeah. just ready to sit down. Okay, Don't so. give up, you know. No, I'm still <laughs> hanging there until you cats are okay. ready to take this thing over. You know, yeah. we took it over from Pete Evans and those folks and, and yeah. all the way back to Mrs. Mouton. And them, and what a vision they had for us. If it was not for them, oh, and one last thing, yeah. Please register to vote, folks. I agree. We cannot win the game if we don't play the game. We cannot win if we don't play the game. You gotta register to vote. You gotta cast your vote because your voice does matter. It matters. We've been lied to and said that it doesn't matter, and people get this, you know, nonchalant attitude. No, 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 no. Let's get out there and vote in mass, especially now. We need some changes. So let's start at the local level. Let's get everybody out. Support Webster. If you like what he said uh, and you don't want to cast your vote, cast your vote for him and cast it proudly. You know, this young man is, is, is qualified. He's qualified. So we want to uh, make sure that we really look at all the candidates. I'm going to ask everybody to continue to look at praising him today. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we also have a website dedicated to this. It's www.prayzenhm.com. Praisinghim.com. You can go right there and see all of the candidate interviews for all of the uh, uh, candidates thus far. Mr. Webster is our fifth of seven. We get Juan uh, Mendez later on tonight. And then Carlos Romero is going to end it out uh, for all seven. All seven will be posted up for your listening pleasure. 
to make sure that you have an informed way of getting to know our candidates and you can make informed, wise decisions on voting day. Well, I appreciate you, my brother, for coming on and sitting and been in a few moments with us, uh, given your experience, strength, and hope. We wish you the best in this election. Uh, if it does not go the way we think that it's going to go, then we look forward to seeing you at city council meetings, uh, senior advisory meetings, and so that you show your face around and folks will know what you stand for. Is that all right? It's all good. All right. Listen, we want to say God bless you because we believe in giving God praise around here. And we're yes. going to get this posted up a little bit later today. So we, we were doing this special and getting it out so people have a chance to hear you and make a decision. All right. Okay. Again, thank, thank you. you so much for your time. And this is Minister Jeff Foss for praising him today. This is the Candidate Series. Make sure you go to praisinghim.com and be able to see all of it. Until next time, see ya.